Hello, everybody. This is Jake McGrail of CITR Sports Broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9, always keeping you up to date with the latest UBC Thunderbirds news and stories. For the first time, we have a returning guest on our show as former women's hockey player Michaela Ogrodnichuk joins us for the second time. After speaking with her and her teammate Tori McLash back in February of last year about their UBC hockey careers, a few days ago I sat down with her to talk about one of her off-the-ice ventures, the UBC Athletes Hub, which is a mental health resource specifically for student-athletes. We talked about the creation of the site, what the impact of the pandemic was like from the perspective of an athlete, and how she has adjusted to now being a master's student and an alum of the Thunderbirds program. Without any further ado, here is that interview. This is Jake McGrail of CITR Sports, and joining me is former assistant captain of the UBC women's hockey team and current master's student here at UBC in the physical therapy program, Michaela Ogrodnichuk. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Now, last February, both you and one of your former teammates, Tori McLash, came on the show to discuss your experiences on the women's hockey team. During that interview, we briefly touched on the UBC Athletes Hub, a mental health resource specifically for student athletes that you co-founded. Can you talk me through the backstory behind this site? Absolutely. Um, So it all started um, just after my first year. Uh, We had a teammate, Laura Taylor, um, who died by suicide. And so that was something that really just was something that I never imagined having to experience as a student athlete. And so um, in the months that followed, I wanted to just explore what the mental health resources were like for student athletes, specifically at UBC. Um, And I found it really confusing and disperse the information that was available. And so the idea behind UBC Athletes Hub was to really create a centralized location for mental health supports, resources, tools um, that athletes could go to within one website and they knew where to find everything. So that's really where it all started. And when when you were looking initially for different resources, what was available, like where were you looking? Was it all online? Uh, Everything that I was looking at was online just because a lot of people, um, when they start looking for resources, that's where they go to first. Um, It's often not the in-person stuff that they're looking for right away. Um, So that's where I was um, mainly searching. And when you decided that you wanted to make this uh, site, the UC Athletes Hub, happen, how much did you know about mental health resources in general or even how to create a website like this? There was definitely a steep learning curve um, in terms of putting it all together in a website. Um, In terms of what I knew about mental health resources, um, that's something that has been really prominent in my family. My dad being a professor of psychiatry at UBC, um, it's always been something that we've had open conversations in, um, in our family. So from that side, it wasn't too much of anything new. Um, And then I did have some help with my dad and his team in the Department of Psychiatry in terms of being able to create the website um, and that. So it uh, definitely something new. I've never created a website, um, but I had some help for sure to get it done. Yeah, I was going to ask who you were working with to make this happen. And you said your, your dad was a big part of that as well. Absolutely. Yeah, him and his team at work were um, 
a big help and who I co-founded it with. And how did you guys go about deciding what exactly to include in this uh, site? When we were looking at that, um, I ended up trying to research if anything else existed, such as UBC Athletes Hub for other student athlete programs across North America. And we only came across one um, in Michigan. And so they had a similar format that I really liked and it was really user friendly and had everything that I was kind of looking for to replicate at UBC. So we modeled our design based on their website and then created our own content and resources that we accumulated for UBC specifically and put it into a website. And you said you were, it was in the over course of a few months that you were initially looking to see what was available. How long did it go from the decision to start trying to create the site to it actually being launched? So I would have started looking at things um, probably a couple months after Laura's passing. So that probably would have been around June. And then it wasn't officially launched until January of that following year. So it did take quite a while to compile everything. Was there ever a point where you thought like, wow, this is a bit more daunting than I thought it might be? Uh, if I was doing it all by myself, for sure. Um, I was really able to lean on those that were helping me with this project. So it was a, a team effort and I didn't really have that uh, sense as we were going through it just because of the amount of support I had. What was the reaction like from your teammates and other athletes here at UBC, both when you started to work on it and when it became a reality? When I started working on it, I actually didn't tell anyone about it. Um, so no one actually knew that it was in the works until it launched um, and was there was a press release about it. Um, the reaction since it has been live has been super positive. Um, it's definitely something that is filling a gap in the resources as student athletes that we had. And I was very surprised at how many people had reached out to me saying how much they appreciated and how much they used it. and what um, it was doing in terms of just creating conversations around student athletes at campus. Why didn't you tell anyone when you were working on it? Um, it was just something that I was working on and I didn't know how long it was going to take or what the end product was going to be. So I really wanted to make sure that when I told people it was ready, um, it could be something that they used right away. Was that a surprise for your teammates specifically that you'd been working on this project for so long and just not even a peep out, out of you from it? <laughs> um, I did tell them first to make sure that they knew about it. Um, and so they they obviously were with me um, during Laura's passing and, and understood the meaning behind it and what it meant to us as a team. Um, so they, they were a little surprised that that was something that I did, but um, they weren't taken aback by it or anything. <laughs> And what about the, the reaction from Thunderbird staff or the athletic department administration? What was the, the reaction like there? I think they appreciated the effort for sure um, and what went into it. Um, but other than that, they really didn't have a part in the creation or launch of it. That was really my own initiative. So uh, while they definitely um, like the fact that it's there, it um, was something that I did without um, necessarily working directly with them. 
has there been support for the site uh, since from that side of uh, UBC and UBC Thunderbirds? Um, in terms of support from athletics, they do have it on um, their main Go Thunderbirds website under one of the athlete tabs. Um, and they did really do a press release. But other than that, uh, it's been totally self-funded. Um, and really, there's been, other than just having the website there, that's the support they've given me. Is, is that something that you've in the past or looking forward would like to have a stronger like relationship there, or more support if you're able to get it? I was able to get it. It would be amazing. Um, I know that there's many things that require funding and attention within such a large athletics department. Um, so I can understand that side. Although I do think that the mental health of student athletes, especially during these times, um, could use some support. So if it was there, I would gladly um, take it, um, but also understanding the many things that they balance. When we had you on the show last year, you mentioned this resource was the first of its kind in Canada. Do you think there's a particular reason as to why there wasn't something like this around before at the different uh, universities? I don't actually know the reasoning behind it. I think um, within probably the last five to seven years, uh, mental health among student athletes has become more and more of a topic of conversation. So maybe that's um, part of the reason why we haven't seen a lot of these in Canada. Um, it's definitely getting more support and attention. Um, and every school has gone about how they support student athlete mental health differently. Uh, and so I think that's part of it. I know that some schools have more in-person support some are trying to do it more online and i think it really just depends where they put their priorities and since the launch of the ubc athletes hub ubc okanagan has been added to the site has there been development of resources like this at other schools to your knowledge or is there talk of expanding this current site um, as of right now i don't know of any other sites that are mimicking the ubc athletes hub in canada um, I had started a conversation with um, a student at SFU and a student at Guelph, um, but also understanding that it is a huge undertaking to try and uh, compile all the resources and information for every school in the country that has a varsity uh, program. So as of right now, nothing has come to fruition, but that's always something that I would be really excited about if it came to. And in your own experience in your time as a student athlete, was mental health something that was really spoken about openly in that community in your time at UBC? At the beginning of my career, it definitely wasn't talked about at all. Um, I think it really took um, a big leap after we lost Laura and specifically among my team. That was something that we were very much more aware of and talking about all the time, making sure that it was something that we broke down the stigma um, around and, and really just pushed for open, honest conversations. And I think that really spread to the rest of the athletic community and it year by year got better and um, was discussed more and promoted more. So it's definitely continuing to get better every year, but at the start of my five years, it was, um, a lot different than it is now. Do you have specific goals for the near or long-term future with regards to the Athletes Hub? 
I would love to get some current student athletes involved in keeping the website up um, right now. Uh, my schedule has gotten very busy as a master's student. Um, so trying to get current student athletes involved would be great. Um, it'd be great if we could maybe tie some social media to it, make the website a little more visible um, and have maybe a blog going, just something that is more current and not just uh, stagnant information that is sitting on the website. So that would be kind of the near, near future goals right now. Now, something that has come up in the news a lot recently is the effect the pandemic has had on people's mental health. Last year, your hockey season, which was your fifth and final year, did finish a few weeks before the cancellations of varsity play, but you obviously would have been affected due to the closures of facilities, the new restrictions, everything else that came with it. What was it like having to end your Thunderbirds career in such a jarring way? It was definitely a difficult ending for sure. You kind of try and prepare yourself as best as you can to know that your career is coming to an end and that you'll be graduating and, and moving on and becoming an alumni of the program. Um, but when you're sitting on a soccer field and your coach tells you that school's getting canceled, um, watching your teammates pack up and move within 24 hours back to all across the country or Mateo was from Norway, um, seeing how fast they left, that was, that was hard. So I, uh, it was not something that I ever could have prepared myself for. And again, just from your own perspective, what did you feel the reaction to the cancellations was like from other student athletes that you know, like confusion, frustration, acceptance? Um, a lot of unknown, a lot of um, confusion as to what was going to happen at first um, when school was canceled, it was, okay, we'll see you in two weeks. And then the realization came that that two weeks was going to turn into months and potentially years, depending on how long the restrictions are held in place. So um, I think even now it's just a lot of uh, kind of adapting and um, we like to call them thunderbolts, <laughs> just kind of making do with whatever's put in front of you. But it was definitely a time of uncertainty and um, it still is, I think, right now. And back in the spring, was mental health as a topic and how to try and adjust, make the best that you possibly can in this situation? Was that something that you guys were discussing with each other or with athletes from other teams? Yeah, that topic came up actually when we had some of our team meetings. We would have them over Zoom um, from wherever we were living at that point in time. And it was just trying to make a point of taking a piece of your day and dedicating it to something that you enjoy or getting outside, um, whatever we could do within the restraints of um, the regulations at the time. So that's something that definitely came up. And I think it's been more and more of a topic as uh, the pandemic has progressed. And you're still a student here at UBC, as you've mentioned, and obviously the pandemic has had a massive impact on how the school year has gone for you so far, but uh, what was it like no longer being a part of the women's hockey team as its own thing? Was that a hard adjustment to make from a mental health perspective? I think it, it definitely comes with its challenges. Um, I really tried to prepare myself, um, especially going into my last year, um, knowing that that was going to be it for me in my career as a Thunderbird. Um, so really, I tried to make an effort to 
make sure that I developed interests and hobbies outside of the sport um, so that when I did finally have to part ways that I did have something else that um, I found that could fill my time. Um, so yeah, it was an adjustment for sure, but having school still on my plate has kept me busy and um, giving me some new things to explore. Yeah. Well, being a student athlete is such a big commitment and you did that for five years. So that's obviously a substantial shift now in how you interact with UBC, how you really live your life, even if the pandemic wasn't happening. So like, what has helped you, do you think, adjust to that along with finding uh, other stuff that you enjoy doing to fill your time? I think what did help me adjust is that I did have other interests that I developed outside of hockey throughout my five years. I had um, different sports that I liked to pick up or just um, different things within. I did lots within the school of kinesiology, so outside of the hockey. Um, and I think also that I was really passionate about the program I was going into. And so having new goals, different goals to work towards, um, and different activities um, to do and really um, kind of change my focus a little bit has um, been what I've relied on right now. Does the UBC Athletes Hub have resources specifically for alumni or is it geared more fully towards current student athletes? As of right now, it is solely targeting um, current student athletes. There are portions of the website that 100% carry over to anyone, regardless of current, past, or future student athletes um, in terms of mental health resources. If you're still a student, um, even if you're an alumni of the Thunderbird program, um, that could be used, but it is definitely um, focused on the current student athlete. Okay, well, my last question for you is when you were an active student athlete or maybe even now as a recent alum who is still at the school and likely interacting with people still in the program or with the program itself, were there or are there areas in your relationship with the school or athletics department that you felt were lacking or could be improved on? That's a good question. <laughs> I, not to come to mind right away. Um, I definitely think there's been some strides in many, many areas um, between the hockey program itself, athletics department um, that have been made in the last five, six years um, in terms of just being more aware of the, the whole person of the student athlete um, and even things like gender equality have completely changed um, in the short amount of time. So. Nothing that comes to mind right away. Um, I had a pretty positive experience going through and I'm very lucky to have been a part of such an amazing program. All right, well, that's all I have for you today. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I uh, let you go? No, I don't think so, thanks. All right, once again, this is Jake McGrill of CITR Sports joined by former UBC women's hockey player and co-founder of the UBC Athletes Hub, Michaela Agrodnichuk. Thank you for uh, coming on the show once again. Thank you so much. We will now have a quick break for ads and PSAs before we get to the news roundup and the Thunderbirds alum of the week. Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. 
Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theater, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theater, visit their website at www.riotheater.ca. Do you like laughing, hilarity, radical thought-provoking creativity, and laughing? UBC Improv is UBC's home for improvisational comedy, theater made up on the spot. Like us on Facebook to learn when our next shows are. Search for us on YouTube for our film sketches. And follow us on Twitter because we want the followers. UBC Improv. Insert cheesy slogan here. Let's get it on Welcome back. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Now here's Diana Hong with the News Roundup, followed by Liz Wang with the Thunderbirds Alum of the Week. Hey everyone, welcome back to CITR 101.9 at Thunderbird Eye. This is Diana Hong bringing you the most up-to-date UBC Thunderbirds news. First off, this past week, Marcus Thormayer was named one of top eight academic All-Canadian for the 2019-20 season. Thormayer was also consecutively named two-time U Sports Male Swimmer of the Year. Thormayer is the 12th Thunderbird to be recognized as a member of the top eight, the first since former men's soccer player Chad Bush. Congratulations, Marcus! On January 11th, Skate Canada decided to cancel the 2021 Canadian Tire National Skating Championships due to the growing concern for the health and safety of the competitors as well as the community with COVID-19. Our own Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Centre was supposed to hold the event in February. However, UBC plans to hold the Skate Canada International in October, which is the second event of the ISU Figure Skating Grand Prix Series. Finally, Liz will feature Kathleen Heddle during Thunderbirds Alum of the Week as the Thunderbirds community mourns the loss of Heddle, who's a UBC alumna and Canadian Olympic rowing legend. That concludes the Thunderbirds news for this week. Up next, Liz will take over to introduce the Thunderbirds Alum of the Week. Thank you, Diana. It feels great to be on there again after the break and meet with our lovely listeners in 2021. And now I'll take over from the Thunderbirds News Roundup to introduce another groundbreaking UBC alumni in the sporting world. For those who are new, every show during the Thunderbird Alum of the Week segment, we cover one former UBC sports person, profiling not only their time on campus, but also in the wider world. There's no time period limitations, so you will hear stories from all throughout the history of UBC athletics. Last week, the Thunderbirds community was heartbroken after the loss of a great UBC alum and Canadian Olympic rowing legend Kathleen Heddle, who passed away at her home in Vancouver on January 11th. Heddle was born in Trail, BC in 1965, and her family soon moved to Vancouver where she was raised, and eventually enrolling at UBC. Before joining UBC's rowing team, Heddle started with the UBC Thunderbirds women's volleyball program. Starting in 1983, Heddle competed with the women's volleyball junior varsity team for two years while also serving as the team's manager. In the 1985-1986 season, UBC rowing coach Drew Harrison approached her and sized her up as a possible candidate for the women's crew. 
Hedo agreed to this opportunity and quickly discovered that she was much better suited to rowing than to volleyball. After training in UBC's novice squad from 1985 to 1986, Hedo successfully moved up to UBC's varsity crew in 1987 and became one of the four best rowers on the team. It was in the same year that she first showcased her talent on the international level, winning gold in the pairs at the 1987 Pan American Games, and incredibly, it was only her second year of rowing. When she graduated from UBC with a degree in psychology in 1990, she found herself winning gold at the World Championships, including the women's eights and pairs at the 1991 World Meet in Vienna. She then continued on her great international journey in Barcelona, where in 1992 she won her first Olympic gold medals in women's pairs as well as the eights. She then took the World Championship titles again in 1994 and 1995. Following that, she participated in the Olympics again in Atlanta in 1996, where she was awarded the bronze medals in quadruple scores and gold in the double scores. These two medals made her and her longtime partner Marnie McBean the first Canadians to win three Olympic gold medals. After reaching that groundbreaking achievement in 1996, Hedo announced her retirement. The following year, she was in- inducted into Canada's Sports Hall of Fame and also received the Order of BC. As a great rower and sportswoman, Hedo remains UBC's most decorated Olympian of all time. Alongside the UBC Thunderbirds community, we here at CITR Sports mourn the loss of the great athlete, and we want to pay our tribute by honoring her today in our show. And with that, thank you for tuning into Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Besides listening to the show, the best way to keep up to date with UBC Thunderbirds news is to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at CITR Sports. Thank you again to Michaela Agrotinchuk for coming on the show. For Thunderbird Eye, this has been Jake McGrail, Diana Hong, and Liz Wang. Thank you for tuning in, and have a great rest of your day. Thunderbird Eye.